You say the Lord's way is not fair. You say the Lord's way is not fair. This is the second week in a row that we come across readings that have to do with fairness. Last week it was the gospel with the vineyards, two two gospels in a row talking about vineyards, but last week you had those going out at nine in the morning and working all day and those coming at different times of the day and the last hour, Christ calling, asking them to work, and then when it comes, the last shall be first and they're paid what they would have gotten the whole day. And then at the end they expected more. It's not fair. Your ways are not our ways, Lord. This is something that really speaks to what I think is a big problem in our culture today is other people yelling out, Lord, what, what are you doing? This is, this is not fair. I want to do it my way. What's going on? This isn't how I would do it. And some of these ideas come from thoughts that have been going around in the academic world for like 100 years, 200 years. Bishop Barron gave a wonderful talk to the Knights of Malta, and it just got posted on YouTube this week, and I watched it, and it stirred up all my memories of philosophy class as he went through Karl Marx and Friedrich Nietzsche and John Paul Sartre and Charles Foucault. And while I'm not going to bore you with all of the details he said, it's like a 50-minute video, it is the 1030 Mass. You've all had time to have coffee, so we're going to have a little philosophy lesson. Because I think it's important. We need to talk about these. We need to be able to recognize when we hear things from our culture, from our friends, from our community, and be like, I know what they're saying. I know what that is. And this is why it's wrong. And this is the truth. So we know that Karl Marx, he was kind of the father of socialism, what led to ultimately being communists. Uh, political structure, and Friedrich Nietzsche was a nihilist. He didn't believe in anything. He's like, it's all for naught. But there was a little bit of a reason for that. It was all about... It was a tough time to be alive, like it is right now with the world wars. Uh, and they were atheistic, but not very aggressive. And then here comes Jean-Paul Sartre, someone who was aggressively atheistic. He's a French guy. You think of the uh, French cafes, the little social situation of you drinking wine at three in the morning and talking about all the problems in the world. This is the scene we're in. And he comes up with this idea where he says, for all of human time, We've had this understanding that we have a purpose. Sounds pretty good, right? Essence. Going back to like Aristotle and Plato, where they said something that it is makes it what it is. If I have a knife, it doesn't matter whether the handle is made out of wood or out of metal. That's not, that's accidental. But if the knife doesn't have a blade, it's no longer a knife. That there's something about each object that, it, that makes a table a table and a chair a chair. We as human beings, we have an essence. We have a purpose. We were created for a reason. We were created to have a relationship with God and all that beautiful understanding. And essentially, what John Paul Sartre said was, I'm going to flip it over on its head. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be based on existence. So we had a purpose, we had essence, but he started this little wave called existentialism, which is essentially, I want to do whatever I want to do. I want to be whoever I want to be based on my own thought. I was born, I have freedom, therefore I can do whatever I want. Starting to sound a little familiar? 
This is essentially the idea that if a table really wanted to be a chair, it could be a chair, and vice versa. This is how we got to essentially people saying, well, I can kind of just be whatever I want to be. You can't tell me what to do. There's a famous video going viral on YouTube of like a man in his 30s going out to a college campus in California and walking up to students and saying, um, so if I say I'm a woman, can I be a woman? Well, sure, fine, that's fine. That's not what I'm saying, that's what the students are saying. If you want to be, you can be a woman. Well, what if I uh, want to be a woman of Asian descent? Can I be an Asian woman? I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess if, if that's who you are, be it. This guy's about 5'9". If I'm a 6'7 Asian woman and that's who I am, is that okay with you? Um, and you could see the pause because you see how ridiculous the statement is. But ultimately, these students who are kind of based in this you are who you say you are mentality, yeah, you can be a 6'5 Asian woman. No, you can't. And this isn't someone saying that this is bad, but you are good. You are created with a purpose. God died for you. Let's take this understanding now and think about it because this purpose that is given to our lives, it's not made up on our own. We can't decide our own purpose. Our family gives us purpose. The order in our country gives us purpose. God gives us purpose. So when you start to see things that attack the family, attack order, attack God, that's existentialism. It's atheistic. And it's evil. So when we see these groups that attack the family, order, and God, it's the opposite of what our Lord is doing in the second reading, where he emptied himself. He became a slave. He died for us. He said, Lord, I don't want to die. In the Garden of Gethsemane, in that moment of agony, his human nature screamed out. He said, I'm going to suffer and die. I don't want to do this. But not my will. Your will be done. As the Baltimore Catechism said, brothers and sisters, we were created to know God, to love God, and to serve Him so that we can be happy with Him in the next. But when we start to people here say like, oh, that's your truth, that's fine. You do what you want to do. That is wrong. And it's not because it's more evil, but because there's something more beautiful that we were created for. Because ultimately, brothers and sisters, this mindset it's not that new. As my grandma used to say growing up, there's nothing new under the sun. For when Adam and Eve ate from the tree of good and evil, they essentially said, you know what, God? You have told us what is wrong and what is right, but I don't want to listen to that. I want to make my own rights and my own wrongs and live by my own accords. Marx, Nietzsche, Sartre, They've just come up with more flowery ways of saying what has been said from the original roots of sin since the beginning of humanity. It's not of Christ. We have to call a spade a spade. 
and recognize the truth and purpose and goodness and order that comes from living in relationship with Christ. Because as it says in the gospel, brothers and sisters, we don't want to be that person who the Lord says, will you work in my vineyard? And we say, yes, we come to mass, we do the basics, but when it comes to the doing the, the grunt work, the leg work of learning about our faith, of understanding our faith so that we can actually go out and tell people about the good news in Christ, we lay off. We don't want to be that person. So let's ask the Holy Spirit to show us in a whole new way that purpose, that essence that God has given us so that we can be the saints we're called to be and go out and change the world. Let's be like Christ. Not my will, but your will be done.